Oh, it's like, hey, and <laughs> welcome back to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Rodney Boyd. And I'm Melanie Mitchell. Uh, we are happy to be with you all another week, man. Um, I'm finishing out this year. Yeah. So it's exciting. Uh, Time is really flying. No, it really is. Uh Dang, 2016 is almost over. It's almost time for the new year, new me post and who I'm cutting off next year. Actually, they have already started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I'm cutting off next year posts have already begun. So that's how you know it's that time of year. <laughs> um, really excited. Some things coming. We're going to a live show tomorrow. I'm excited yeah, about that. Going um, to the 85 South uh, podcast live show. That's going to be hilarious because Carlos and um, Clayton and DC Young Fly, of course, are hilarious. It. It's by far the funniest podcast. Like, there's a lot of podcasts I listen to. There. They are by far, like, the funniest. We're not hyping them. Like, just go listen to it, man. It's it's quality yeah. stuff. They're not paying us at all. So, right. <laughs> definitely go. We pay for our tickets. <laughs> right. No cop, nothing. Um. So, yeah, we're excited for that. Um. So, this week, what are we too grown for this week? So, this week, we're too grown for it. So... <laughs> Collective, so, we too grown for you. Right, right, right. So, so if y'all remember, there's this picture of this brother who's who's Greek. I don't know if we ever found out his organization. Head ass, fire head ass. <laughs> but Gotta he's be. locked up with his he's he's locked up with his lbs and he's kissing his bride in one of his wedding photos. And you know, like people was kind of making jokes at first, and I that don't was, understand. That it point. was like a <laughs> month or so ago. Yeah. And so Facebook just now getting the picture, you right? You know, Facebook take a month and a half to right. do everything. So. Right. Somebody finally decided they was going to. No, somebody probably sent it to their mama. Their mama finally posted Look, it. This is so nice. And Ooh, so. Boys. But to somebody posted it on Facebook saying this man is paralyzed and they held him up at his wedding. And it's just like First, we are too grown to be sharing just blatantly dumb and ignorant information on social just, media. Just any old thing. Like, it's some things are so dumb that you know it's a lie because it's funny. It's like when they was like, oh, Beyonce went to Walmart and told this little girl oh, to yeah. keep her head up. And that little girl grew up to be Britney Spears, something like that. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Those are funny. But, like, one of my favorite things that I hate on Instagram is, like, when they post that Tyler Perry and Oprah college fund. Tyler Perry and Oprah are not giving you one red cent to go to nobody's school they they, they not will, through instagram but not via instagram <laughs> they're not hiring you like you're not getting a part in no movies from instagram from tyler perry he does not care he's not open the instagram app like who's going to be the next oh they posted you let him it. come in there <laughs> my mother was a real whore and a junkie i would never like lynn whitfield like any movie because of that one of tyler perry and thin line between love and hate those two and she was kind of mean as Galleria's mom and cheese girls so just any movie she's in i'm just always like yeah. really defensive about her but yeah so and obama and that. y'all not gonna get your student loan debt forgiven by because i would have been the first trump one to get that i would have been first from in these line. instagram models who a lot of them i don't think they went to college so I'm not certain, like, how they would be in the know of this information and why I that's... I saw Tiny posted, and I was like, not Tiny. Toya. Tiny and Toya Tiny, yeah. Tiny, T-I-Y. T-I-Y, okay. Yes, and I was like, not Tiny. Come on now. I mean, your teeth ain't gonna get no whiter because of the stuff. Like, the flat tummy tea ain't as effective as it really... Like, that's not the only tea that you can get some, like... You just go get some diarrhea tea, and then you'll be fine. You have diarrhea. So, yeah, just stop lying on the internet in 20... 16 and beyond just retired of it so yeah let's get into today's uh topic yeah uh, we haven't had something serious in a while we've been real jokey jokey lately but you know the whole point of this podcast was for millennials and people the 20 somethings you know getting into 
the real world and adulthood and trying to figure out what's what and how to do this and how to do that and adjusting. So we haven't really shared our stories, you know, our post-grad stories, our post-grad, our post-grad struggles, and, you know, just tell our testimonies and our stories about, you know, how we came to this point. Um, Sunday, yesterday, well, by the time you listen to it, it'll be Tuesday. So Sunday marked one year of my college graduation, and I've just been reflecting a lot lately on how far I've come. So, yeah, um, Rodney, you can go ahead and go first with your testimony. Uh, you know, we're just going to just tell y'all just a little bit of background so you can kind of understand how we are and how we became who we are and why we feel the way we feel about certain things. And, you know, just get a little, get to know us past the LOLs and the funnies. So, yeah. All right. I'm sorry about that, y'all. I'm getting, let me get my, my notes I tried to together. give you a little time. Right. Actually, go ahead. Speak for a little bit longer. No, no, no. Not really. Okay. Well, we no, don't. No, no, no. Okay. The, the, okay. Oh. All right. Okay, All right, you got cool. his notes out. All right. So, um, and I'm gonna time it to keep it short for y'all. So I I um finished Morehouse um spring of fourteen. Well, kind of. So let me let me just kind of say. So started to the fall 2010. Graduate, you know, supposed to graduate May 2014. Um. I had, like many of us, I had actually, I needed a few more classes I had to complete over the summer. So I didn't walk with my class. Um, how my senior year, my second semester of my senior year actually started, I lost um, my grandmother January 13, 2014. And um, no, was it January 14th? 13th or 14th. You all don't care. Um, and that woman was, it was definitely a, a hard blow for my family and I, as we, you know, we loved her dearly and she was just so amazing to us. The hardest part, uh, another hard part about that was my father was overseas. And so my brother and I, we were down here at Morehouse and my mom was just back home alone. So, you know, it was like, it wasn't the greatest start to the semester. I knew I may need some credits to do in summer school. So I tried to overload on classes. Wasn't smart. Long story short, I get there, you know, the week of graduation. And I, you know, I tell my mom, like, hey, mom, you know, like, I won't be graduating on time. Like, I got to take some summer classes. She was hurt, but, like, with my dad being away overseas, we were all kind of like, all right, it is what it is. Like, move forward. Let's make sure we got to do, every, do everything we got to do so you get your degree because that, at the end of the day, was the most important thing. But if anybody knew, knows me, like, I'm, I've always projected myself as a perfectionist. And it comes from a place of, of deep pride. And so to not graduate on time and to not have my degree on time after I've, like, kind of built myself up to be this tight, like, you know, perfect cat, it really, it really, you know, like, hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really ashamed of myself, you know. And that's why I really didn't tell people about it. Um, you know, if you saw me taking school classes, you saw me. But other than that, you, I just wasn't going to tell you nothing. So uh, go through the summer. I stayed out here in Atlanta. I take some courses, and I have to go back home, and I and I take, like, my final course or whatever. And I start uh, work August uh, 2014. Um, I was excited about that. Um, one class had, like, no, no, no. I hadn't been degreed yet, but um, I told them I had finished all my classes or whatever. So, like, they allowed me to work, and a lot of companies actually do this or whatever. Um, so work was cool. Work was fine, you know. It was getting into the adult world, getting some money and, and whatnot. Um, and then about October 2014, I went through a breakup uh, with a young lady I was with uh, 
for five years. And um, as anybody who's gone through a breakup, um, it was rough, you know, because you you live for X amount of years, X amount of time, you know, always including somebody in your life, always kind of doing some things together. And now you have to you it's like you got to you got to regain your footing. Who am I as an individual again? Who am I without this person? And um, and so, as, as like I said, as anybody who's gone through a breakup, it's a difficult period. You know, you always got that little period where you go back and forth between each other. Like, you know, oh, we're not talking. Oh, I miss you. Da 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 da. da. You know that craziness. So that just that just uh, you know elongates the healing process. Yeah. Um, but there was in in but that fall, you know, so like after a relationship like a lot of men, I was like, Man, I've been in a relationship for a while. About to go wild out on these chicks, man. I you know, I got me a little I got me a job, I got me a little money, maybe I'll go travel and go see some some of these <laughs> chicks. I'm about to wild out. <laughs> one night I'm hanging with a very dear clo- uh, close female friend of mine. Like really like only one or two people I consider a like, female friend. Like there's no uh you know, there's never been an attraction. I've just always like respected her and everything. And we're hanging out and she's like, So what's going on with you and your girl? I'm like, Well actually we broke up, yada da da da. And she was like, Man, you know, I just went through a breakup, like I know how rough it is. She was like, You should come and check out my church. It's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. And so me being raised in the church, I say, you know what? She's probably right. So I go to the church. I really enjoy it. Actually, no, no, no. I first test. I, this is how I tested the church out. I um, listened to the sermons they had online on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Try to get a little feel for it. Yeah, before I go, I was like, before I go waste my time on Sunday. Got it. In a church that see. just real dry and don't have no good word. Let me see what they talking about. And so I listened to a few sermons on YouTube. That's lets you know how good I thought it was. I listened to a few sermons, and um, it was. Uh, and I was like, "Man, it's some good word here. Like, it's a youthful church. It's actually everything I I really want for it in, in a church at this stage in my life." And uh, so I started checking it out. I've been going there ever since. So I really want to thank my friend. Well, you know, really thank I really thank God for putting that friend in my life to re you know reshape where i was going because i definitely was about to thought out but um i didn't you know and, and thank god i didn't because you know who knows maybe mess around had a baby and so you could you know. have your little break baby right gotcha. <laughs> but uh yeah so so that was uh that was that and so once again you know during this time like the breakup is still this is still a factor and and you know i'm like I'm at work, and it's like, man, let me just do what I got to do to get through work. One thing I found that really helped me through my breakup uh, was Christ. But, you know, I I tried to get busy about some things. Like, when I was at work, I wasn't listening to music or, like, sad love songs. I, I stopped listening to all R&B, all songs that reminded me of the young lady. And I would just – I just got to playing different sermons from pastors, like, I, like who I knew I liked. And then the, the title seemed interesting, and I just kept playing that in my ear, in my ear. And I had a whole like playlist, of, like 150, 100 some sermons Sheesh. that you know I just listened. Like I would just have play in the background. It wasn't like I was taking notes or paying attention too hard. You just need to feed your spirit with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you know, like like you were saying, it really fed my spirit and really helped get me through those times. So, um, we're, we progress into the new year. Um, I went out with one of my homeboys, uh, and. Um, that was straight. Like, it wasn't anything too crazy. Um, meet a young lady, my current girlfriend. 
Um, we start well. We we I met her earlier. We was talking, and then we started talking more seriously. Spent Valentine's Day with her, so that was cool. Uh, get to my twenty third birthday. That was chill. Um, and then we fast forward to November two thousand fifteen. Let me go back to October two thousand fifteen. Actually, so my job announced maybe it was August or September. September 2015, my job announced, "Hey, we're going to um, we're going to do a layoff of 1,200 people, and by you know, and everybody who will be gone, you know, is by October whatever date." Um, and so, you know, that October date passes, I'm still at work. I'm like, "Bet, cool, cool, we made it, cool." You know, like I never really thought my job was in jeopardy just because the team I was on was the most profitable team in the the department. Mm -hmm. Like we had just recently hired a few people and it just made sense. It was like, all right, we, we not going to get rid of nobody. Um, and then November they, uh, my manager said, Hey, um, come with me real quick. Oh, oh, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. He's about to get some free lunch. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, go downstairs and, conference room it's like uh the the department the guy over my manager and like uh my manager and the other manager on the team mm -hmm. hey rodney we regret to inform you like like we've selected you to be laid off and at that time i just kind of looked at them like well all right i didn't say it like disrespectful it was like you know this isn't where i want to be but i my spirit was for some odd reason just at peace it was, I was just like, you know what, if God is have, allowing me to be laid off after allowing me to get this job when I didn't have my degree on time, I'll just trust, I'll just trust whatever I have to go through, you know? And I, and that was a result of, of kind of the spiritual maturity I gained from attending that church and, and, and as well as, um, um, you know, just going through that breakup and, and going through a, a difficult time in learning how to depend on God and saying, you know what, God's got me. Mm -hmm. So I get laid off in November. Um, they give me a severance package. And once again, my pride shows up and I'm shamed. I don't tell nobody. Uh, it was so bad. Like the first three days I was laid off, I got up, got dressed for work and uh, pretended like I was going to work. Waited till my would actually go to the gym and work out and would come back because I knew my roommates were gone at the time. And then just you pulled the daddy from road bounce, basically, basically. And. <laughs> And and they would get home, and I just act like, yeah, I get home, you know. Oh, just get home from work too, right? Like, oh, so tired, like, man. You five. always get home before us. Yeah, crazy, right? So, find a new shortcut. Traffic in the bed. You know, so um, that was that, and and but uh, you know, once again, that was a low point, man. You know, mm -hmm. my pride was hurt. It was like people I worked with, I went to school with, so I knew they was gonna tell people. Um, you know, not necessarily being malicious or just, at, you know, just ask about me, Hey, how are you doing? Da, da, da. And so like, you know, eventually I had to tell my roommates, um, and it was just like, like I said, my pride was hurt. I was, I was slightly depressed and I was feeling as if I didn't know my purpose in life because I now I had no occupation. And I had no plan for where my next step was going to be. Week after I get laid off, um, a recruiter from my current job hits me up on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, we're all, you know, we're looking for this position. Like, you know, are you interested? So, of course, I just got laid off a week ago. So, I said, yeah, I'm interested, da, 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 da. 
I don't hear from them again, so I'm like, well, maybe I didn't meet the cut. Mm-hmm. No, no, I take I take a, a, a cognizant test, and I don't hear from them again, and I'm like, I must have bombed that test, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I didn't because I currently work there. But you know, to me, that was it, when that recruiter reached out to me. That was always kind of like a sign, like you know, maybe God is taking care of me already. Um, but like I said, you know, I was depressed and, you know, so I, so one way I said to come back, combat the depression I was kind of feeling was like, I'm gonna focus on fitness. Mm-hmm. I have time. I'm still getting paid cause I have a severance package. So I have the money to go invest in, um, in, in properly dieting, have, have the time to go read on stuff and investigate and like figure out what I need to do and to kind of set some goals and parameters. And now I have the time to go hit the gym and kind of middle of the day and not, you know, be like all tired or whatever, whatever. So I focus on fitness and that helps, you know, like on days where I was just feeling the lowest, like, God, I don't want to get up and like do anything. It was like, let me get up and go to the gym. And once I would get up and go to the gym, that feeling of accomplishment helped motivate me and help me to say, all right, what else am I going to do today? How else am I going to conquer today and not let this get me? Mm-hmm. And, um, in addition to that time, I, I started hanging out with a lot of the men from the, my church um, who are free during the day because they, like, are entrepreneurs and, you know, do different types of jobs. So now I'm kind of spending time with, like, more spiritual men and, like, they're mm-hmm. feeding me and they're helping put in, pull, pull into me and give me ideas for entrepreneurship. But I'm like, man, I got these student loans. I'm kind of chilling on that entrepreneurship for now. But also what happened during that time, because remind you, after my breakup, I stopped listening to like all, I stopped really listening to a lot of songs that reminded me of the young lady. Mm-hmm. I got into podcasts because mm-hmm. I started listening to Dormtainment podcasts first, and then I just started discovering a bunch of other ones. So I started really listening to podcasts and some motivational ones and just, you know, just like, man, this is really a dope medium. Like I can work out to this. I can, you know, work to this. I can, you know, just kind of do whatever to this. And, but I could get some information. I could get some entertainment. So like, that's when like, I was like, man, I think I could do this podcast thing because in all honesty, it's funny. Melly and I were talking about this last week. Like a part of me has always wanted to try stand up comedy. My dream. Because we, let's just, you know, like I've, I've always felt I'm funny. You felt you're funny. I I think Melanie is hilarious. I'm, I think I'm pretty quite hilarious. I'm just, she cracks me up, but I crack myself up. I crack my fin- friends and family up. But it's like, if you really respect comedy and understand comedy, you understand, like, it's a lot more than, than just, just being funny. Yeah, than just making jokes. So to me, podcast was a perfect medium because my funny is a conversational, witty, off the dome funny. Like, how exactly. did you think of that? Yeah, not like an Instagram skit funny. Y'all can't sit and just do everybody impressions. You just got to talk to me and yeah. wait for me to say something funny. Yeah, you got. I'm going to let you set me up somehow. <laughs> right. And so I was like, well, this is a perfect place for me to flex my funny, but also like give people my age what I feel like I, we really want and really need. Mm-hmm. So this, grew, this, this desire grew in me during this time and um, go through the new year and I'm chilling. And once again, keep getting severance. Still shame, still not really telling nobody I'm unemployed at this time. But just kind of kicking it and doing my own thing. And um, so fast forward to about March, I'm like, all right, my severance is going to give out soon. It's either I go file for unemployment or I, I start getting more serious about some job hunting. 
So I started getting more serious about some job hunting. You know, I would go to, I would leave the house, go to Starbucks, and like just fill out a bunch of applications a day. Stuff I wasn't, I was qualified for. Stuff I wasn't qualified for. So you know, and it's like I'm not hearing back from it. So that's a little discouraging. But I'm, I'm like, hey, I, God's got me. I keep going, keep going, keep going. And I follow up on that that lead from that recruiter uh, from a week after I got mm-hmm. uh, uh, laid off. And uh, sure enough, they hit me up and say, hey, like, yeah, like, we're about to start hiring. Like, you know, you made it to the next round. Like, here's the next step. So I'm going, I started going through that process with them. And But there was one job interview. I literally walked out in the middle of it. What because it? I applied for this this job. I'm doing all my search through, through LinkedIn and some other companies. And it's like this marketing agency. It's like you'd be a project manager. And it sounds really dynamic and great, like. You'll manage people, you'll have accounts, you'll interact with this, that, and the third. I get there, and they're like, you know, you can make this much money. But, you know, like, basically what it is is you're the people they put in grocery stores and other locations to sign people up for the service. So for this, it was like AT&T cable. Mm-hmm. You are basically handing out your AT&T mixtape at Audi. Yeah, I'm I'm at the table like, excuse me, man, who's your cable provider? And they were like, you work six days a week. I'm like, what? Nah. I came from corporate, nine to five, Monday through nah. Friday, da-da-da-da-da. Not going to work for you. I'm like, that's dead. So literally, I'm like, I just got a call. It's an emergency. I'll be back. And you never came back. And I never came back. And I left. And it's not the most... And that's the thing of pride, but it was just like, I just knew I was overqualified. And the funniest thing is my LB, he actually got duped the same way. I don't know if it was the same company, but they, similar situation. He actually went through and got the job and like worked a few days. But then he was like, he, there was a job he really wanted and the deadline for the app was coming up and it was either go to work or finish the deadline for that. He was like, Bro, forget that. I'm not going to work. He finishes that. Uh, he, I don't think he got that job, but he got the next job he applied for. So it was just funny, you know, going through that. Wow. Uh, I don't recommend it. You know, sometimes you don't just you, walk out the people job interview. Please. You know, I wasn't on my Lawrence. I didn't humble myself, but um, God had me. So uh, lo and behold, um, when did I hit you up? Was it May? Mm-mm. It was April. April. It, it was, was soon, April yeah. because okay. it was before graduation and I had that sewing in. Okay. I just I remember my, my months of the year by my sewing. Okay. So, so <laughs> um remind you all, I like I said, my desire to do a podcast had grown at this point. I had slowly started buying the equipment for it and I was like and my initial concept was a Christian podcast, like mm-hmm. a Christian based podcast. And then I was thinking, I was like, I just didn't think I could execute that as well. So then I came up with the concept for this, you know, we figure out adulthood, da-da-da-da-da. And I said, I, I said, well, who's my co-host? I was stuck between doing, like, a single co-host or a panel. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I had followed Melanie on social media, like, he years ago. He had been ago. stalking me for years. I saw my time hop. It was a picture. I'm like, oh, from two years ago. I'm like, President Boy like this. From 1932, this is a while, a while ago. Like, wow. Well, at one point, you know, we were young Greeks, and I think I'm sure Melanie had begged somebody for a shout out, and I saw her. I've never begged for a shout out. Anyway, (laughs) I was like, okay, 
man, they featuring dark skin AKs. That's what's up, brother. I'm not even talking about <laughs> dark skin. So he was don't you know you know the, the, I had a had, nope. <laughs> so so why else would you follow me? Just because I was so hilarious in the AK. Because I love Greekdom. I was a Greeky Greek geek. Okay. By the time I was in Greekdom, you was old. Yeah. So you was still still on you. I was follow look, I was following AKs from every campus. Okay. Anyway, I followed you <laughs> because saying. the Holy Spirit moved. Don't you put my Holy Spirit. Don't it, put my Savior into your feet. Yeah, it, the Holy Spirit moved. Long story short. So, Follow her. So I have, I've been following Melanie for a few years on social media. And she was doing like little, little funny stuff, little funny captions. Snapchat is really where I saw her shine. You know, Snapchat, good old Snapchat. She man. did. What really got me was the character Marcus. Marcus, I, I miss. I need to write Snapchat to ask them to bring Marcus back because I need the beard filters. So I can continue to bash men. And then uh, the bonnet wisdom. Bonnet wisdom. Yeah. And I was like, I, th- I was like, I th- and then I saw how many followers she had. I said, okay, okay, like let me reach out to. Her. She's in Atlanta apparently. Let me reach out to her see if she's trying to do this podcast. I reach out and I was like, I was like, God, I really hope she don't think I'm some thirsty dude trying to get at her because I was really trying to be about business. So she's like, yeah, I love to like, let's meet up at a public place. Cause I'm all about other people's safety. Cause I think a lot of people are crazy. So we meet up. And I didn't have a car. So it had to be in the city on my sister's <laughs> Saturday thought route. So right. I could pick a place in the city. To and, meet up. and the location we picked was Pond City Market, which was right by where your sister was kicking it. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to brunch at um the real village so that's right off north avenue so you can just, i'm just drop you off and have to uber to her at brunch right after that so that was a funny day but yeah but i hit melanie up like hey you trying to do this she was like yeah like it's dope like i really like like the idea like the concept and so you know that's how it started coming together mind you we didn't release our first episode till august yeah so we had been we had like a couple play episodes we was like uh, this wasn't funny yeah uh, i didn't like this uh we need to get this together we had to get a logo thank you cam for the logo uh, had to get a name. It took a lot. So yeah. from April to August was planning. And then it was like a month or so. We didn't do nothing. I was like, hey, we still doing this? Like yeah. at one point I was texting you. Then Lola came into play. So it was easy to do it. You would have to come pick me up or I'd have to catch a ride. So that yeah. was another factor. Those first practice episodes, I had to go 30 minutes, pick her up. Well, my sister had to drop me off one time or yeah. pick me up. Then you picked me up the second time. It was it was just like, okay, yeah. this ain't going to really work because this is a long commute. Um, But yeah, we here though. And yeah, and, and and I'm here, and like I, I, I don't know if I conveyed the pain I, I like I was feeling during those times because of uh you know just where I am spiritually at this point, where I know like like my faith now has been tested in a way it's like I really have no doubts of how God can move in my life. I needed God at that in those moments, in a way I just growing up like I was very privileged. I just never thought I would need God like. There were times I was so depressed where it was like, I understand why, like, people, when you have depression, you, you just sleep. Because those are just moments of bliss and the you don't feel nothing. emotional agony and weight mm. of the world is not on you at those times. Oof, Jesus. Like, I lost weight during my, my depressed period, you know, losing my job. I think I lost, like, 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, at one, uh, not 10 pounds, probably, like, five or so, like. Um, but I lost some weight and, you know, when I was trying to hide, you know, like being unemployed and stuff and being shamed. So, you know, it's like, but what, uh, like no one, you, you know, I always think of this as like, 
at least at my high school, like when you're a freshman, they show you like a video of like the use, like last year's freshman telling you like how you should, the best way to do your freshman year. When you're, when we were seniors, there was a video they showed of like the best way to do your senior year. There's no video. Nobody shows you on how to be an adult. Yeah. There's no video. Anybody shows you on dealing with being laid off, depression, heartbreak, depression. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Cause now you're just kind of thrown in the world. You got to say, is this my calling? Is this, is this really what I meant? I it's meant so here different. to be. It really is. And for me, you know, like I enjoy working in corporate America. I learned a lot from it. I don't think, you know, that's where God is going to have me for 30 years. I just, I, everything he's shown me thus far just doesn't, doesn't say that, but I am, I'm, I operate a lot better in it. Appreciate, and I appreciative of it because I understand that, you know, I have to, get this knowledge and get these experiences. God is going to show me things years later. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's a meme. It's like when, when God does something, you don't understand it. But then later you get like, it. Like, uh, we hear God. Like that breakup didn't understand it then, but man, I needed that. I wouldn't be the young man. I am. I wouldn't, it improved me so much. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, man, like it's easy to say, it's not easy to say now, but it's, is is I'm thankful to say it now, but at the time it was hard, but God, I just encourage everybody, man, like, you're not the only one going through it, like, persevere, like, that's why I'm, I, I have no, you know, I have no problems letting y'all know, like, look, I'm a Christian dude, like, I don't know about you, but as for me and my house, we gonna no, serve the Lord, Lord, because he's been too good for me, <laughs> to, to me, for me to sit, have my wife and kids sit there like, damn, we don't really believe in God. Look, your daddy wouldn't be your daddy, wouldn't wouldn't be, be here without God and how he's moved in my life. So, um, you know, it's like tough times still come, you know, things still get you down and still get me down. And I still, you know, deal with some doubts. And, you know, this is even this whole podcast is like, yeah, getting started was one thing, but it's like, did people really like it? You know, and just persevering through that and um and everything so you know i just encourage everybody man like you know that's my testimony like if you ever have any more questions let me know and we could really get to it if like you really in a, a place where you need some confirmation because like i said man like it was rough but i'm so thankful for everything i went through because i'm here now and like this podcast is just a start like y'all don't even know like Melanie and I have some plans for like the podcast <laughs> next year. Plans? No. no, no, no. But but I'm talking about where I'm going to take that and even on some other stuff, you know. Mm. And and we just need y'all to listen. We just need y'all to start replying. Still, y'all need to act like y'all know us and like we not y'all <laughs> side chick. Like acknowledge us, you know, retweet, share. No, but seriously, just you know, be interactive so we know y'all listen. We know y'all taking in stuff that we saying. But go ahead. So, testimony, um, brother. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my testimony. Like, I, I thank God. I thank my mom for instilling the word in me. Um, you know, I thank my father for, for disciplining me and making me go to church. And, you know, I just thank everybody around me who's poured into me. I appreciate you. And you you will always hear my appreciation. I will, you know. Um, and then finally, I just want to shout out uh, this dope sweat hoodie I got on. It's African-American. It's actually a two-piece, y'all, by the way. Oh, I'm all about my full sweat. He has the thoggers to match. I'm I'm all about my full sweatsuits these days. It's African American uh, College Alliance hoodie. This is the brand like back in the '90s. You would see the rappers wearing for like Morehouse Howard and all that. And so it's back. Uh, I decided to support 
very yo this is like a very quality thick like like i could walk around in new york with just this and some um timberlands on and i'll probably be straight in terms of like how how warm and like just Mm -hmm. nice and thick the fleece is so i encourage y'all to go and support but um yeah that's that's my story this is me. That was lovely. This is not who I am. Okay. Um. Are you, yeah. Was, okay. That was my Lloyd. I know. I know <laughs> what it was supposed to be. But um. Uh, yeah. So uh, tag me in so I can feel. Mm. Okay. Boom. It's my turn. Uh. Wow. I have quite the testimony to tell from my 2015 to 2016. I feel like I, I'm a completely different person. I looked into the eyes of. Of the picture of myself, looked at my own eyes. My picture in 2015 at graduation. Any other picture, just like who is this girl? Like I'm so glad I'm not her anymore. Not to to knock her, but she was just going through some things. So um yeah, like like Rodney said, you know we met in April, and I've always been one to to talk and talk my trash. Like I'm gonna talk my trash. Like it's gonna get talked. Please leave that. Uh, no matter what. So you know I used to have my YouTube in college, uh, which started from me being bored. So I was like, let me make some videos for the incoming freshmen. And it kind of blew up and had the stuff in. You girls say, so I was like, I always wanted my platform, but I never had enough time to sit and have a YouTube um, thing and uh, talk about stuff. So I always wanted to do that, but I just never really got to it. So he hit me up about the podcast. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I've been a Kid Fury fan. I was probably Kid Fury's first fan in, like, 2009 when he was making videos of that orange wall and working at the call center. Been a Kid Fury fan. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, the read was big. So, yeah, so I jumped at the opportunity, and we, we got this thing rolling. So, um, my testimony, you know, I've, I've been out of school for exactly a year, as of yesterday, and it's been quite the ride. Just my last semester in college had, probably was one of the most difficult times of my life. Like, literally, like, I just get teary-eyed thinking about where I came from to now. It's just like God has been really, really good. Um. Ronnie talked a lot about God and how he got through. And that's really, I probably, that's the most spiritual I've ever been. I just, I just needed God. Like, it was just like, I've always been Christian my whole life. You know, my, both my parents are, you know, pastors. Uh, my mom has a doctorate in theology. They call her Dr. Mitchell. She thinks she, you know, missed, missed thing at the church because she's you know, <laughs> Dr. Mitchell. But, uh, no, uh, she's like my spiritual advisor. So if I have any questions about God or anything, you know, I always go to my mom. And, um... Yeah, summer 2015, I just really had to buckle down and get right with Christ because of decisions that I made. Um, so let me go back and tell the story. Start in January 2015. Uh, you know, my second semester senior, like I'm coming off of two internships that I got from a family alum. And I never really thought I could fit in in, in the quality assurance. I'm not quality assurance period, but I mean like computer science career. I'm like, I'm staying in this major because... I want to graduate on time because I can't stay in PR or I'll graduate. I'd probably still be in school. Uh, <laughs> no, for real. I had like 90 some credits to complete. So I probably wouldn't graduate until next year if I would have stayed in PR. So I was in there. I'm like, you know, I got a job lined up. I'm kind of hot. You know, I've always had good grades. I'm big AKA on campus. So I got it. You know, I got it. I figured out. I always partied how I wanted to or whatever. And I always made good grades. So I never was worried about that. You know, no matter what, my grades was going to be good. So the next semester, um, Next semester, my teachers, it was a new teacher, this lady who barely knew her husband. spring semester, I'm sorry. Spring 2015, yes. Okay. So she, uh, this lady, yeah, Lord God. Teaching a sub I'm going to talk about it now because I'm out of school. I can talk about it. 
she barely knew what she was teaching on the board first. So I definitely didn't know, but she didn't know either. And then I had a teacher. He was Indian. He was real, real tough because they're very strict in India about the stuff. He had failed me before. So I should have known. But I was doing good in the class at first because I had like 100 in the first test. I'm like, I'm going to be straight. It's going to be an A. Boom. You know how you like kind of gauge your grades? I'm like, this is going to be an A. This might be a B, maybe a C, but I can do that because I'm going to have an A in this class. Cool. Other classes, it was like a late Thursday class. Don't nobody go to late Thursday classes. Like, you go, but you don't go. But you do, but you don't. Yeah. What was my other class? Other class, we was cool, but it was like, you know, I, my work going to get done. <laughs> I'm so trifling. I made sure my, my last project was something Christian so he would feel bad for failing me. <laughs> like, we had to make an app. <laughs> so my app was called Pretty Girls Pray because I knew he was not going to give me an F for that. Like, if you give me an F on a Christian app, you going to hell. So, you don't understand my spirituality. <laughs> so, wow, you going to give me an F on... My pretty good friend. So I got an A on that, so I was good. I'm going to just pray for you. Right. <laughs> so I had to make sure, I had to do the insurance. Like, okay, just in case it's not good, I'm going to put the praying hands in the background. So if he's like 60, and then it's going to be like, wow, really? She She's she's a Christian girl. Give her an A. So that semester. Uh, Diabolical. <laughs> that semester, you know, I was trying to do do everything but my work. You know, I'm trying to graduate by like, you know, oh, December 11th, I'm at this thing. What's up? December 11th, December 11th, at December 11th, I'm graduating. Don't call my phone after December 11th. So I'm also trying to do everything. I'm trying to be, you know, super AKA. Like, we were supposed to have a line that semester. So I was like, okay, about to be, I'm about to be a pro fight, like, AKA this, AKA that. I chaired the best AKA week of all time. So, I mean, y'all can <laughs> at me if you got a problem with it. No, I'm playing. I'm not playing. But, you know, so BA Sports was, like, epic. That was probably, like, one of my best work in the chapter. I was really excited about that. Drops mic. No, it was really nice. It was really nice. Shout out to Cam on that, too. It was really, really nice. Did you see it? You, were you following? I'll, I'll pull it up. But uh, <laughs> it was really nice. Uh, that was my baby. So, I was doing that. Probably not going to class. You know, partying road tripping everything but my school work like boot up being fast not doing my homework being late had a, had a 905 class wouldn't go would be late that's when one day i was late i wasn't being fast enough before i was like at walmart but i was late and he wouldn't open the door for me to turn my assignment in which is 10 points and like not a 10 point like oh 10 point but like, like each point only, yeah. yeah each point that you make in the class if you get one point off the test you get a 99 highest you know what i'm saying like each point was a letter grade point. So that took 10 points off my grade. So I could not the highest it. you could have made was like a B. Basically, if I, okay, if, if I got a hundred, everything in the class and I missed that one assignment, I could, the highest I could have got was a 90. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he wouldn't let me turn that in. So I, I didn't know the art of finesse. I could have got Miss Tatum to write me an excuse. But I didn't, I didn't think about that. So yeah. So I was just, you know, fooling around, just, you know, and it'd be easy to blame the people I was dealing with or like a boy or something, but that'd be too easy. Like, <laughs> blame yourself because it's your fault girl because everybody else's grade was good his grade was good <laughs> i'm the one failing so it's not even his fault it's my fault because i was just playing so that's, how it be. <laughs> that's really how it be you fa- so your grade though i got a three five like <laughs> i'm over here with a 2.0 like so yeah my final grades come out it was the day before cinco de mayo and i'm thinking like i'm gonna check my grades real quick and be straight i got a 2.0 mind you i'm coming from three point whatever is every semester i got two d's two C's and an A, I believe. I was like, Arr? like, how'd that happen? <laughs> what did they do I was <laughs> devastated. And I, I started thinking about it. I couldn't be active in AKA the next semester when we was going to have a line. So I'm like, I can't even be a part of this. And, you right. know, AKA, like, you got the plague if you ain't active. Like, don't even look at the graduate advisor because you're going to jail. <laughs> so I'm just like, 
my whole life is crashing down. Then I'm like, wait a minute, I graduate next semester, and I'll be Tom Brown if I'm not walking across that stage on December 11th because I done told these people I'm graduating on December 11th. If I don't dis- graduate on December 11th and they see me on this campus in the spring of 2016, I'm going to be so shamed. Like how you was talking about, oh, God. <laughs> I, you you we were worse to, because you bragged. Because, no, like, literally had December 11 tattooed on my chest. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm out this thing. Like, oh, no, you're not because you didn't do your homework. <laughs> so that was, I cried. Like, ooh, I was an old Chris Brown BT Awards <laughs> cry. Michael Jackson like just a, died. Like a Kimberly Elise set it off cry. A Viola Davis cry. Like, cried. And I was just like, what am I going to do that whole week? Before I left to go back home, I was just, like, in the office, like, look, what do I have to do? Like, what do I have to turn in? I'm up here, like, if they drop this, I can be at a 2.5. I can be active. Cool. Like, because AKA counts semester and cumulative. So, I'm like, because I was still graduate with honors, but I had a 2.0 for the semester. So, I'm just like. You trying to get active. I'm trying to get active. I'm like, look. Look at your priorities. <laughs> like, look Not at my, trying to get your grade. Like, trying like, to make sure you're on track to graduate. No, but I mean, if, I would, if they would have changed my grade, I would be good. And I would have right. passed the class. And I would have been active. So I'm like, okay, they changed this to a B. And she changed it to a C. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm just you like, You know it's bro. bad when you need several grade changes. <laughs> right. But a if couple. It, if the two Ds got changed, I would have been graduating, but I wouldn't have been active. I was like, nah, I need a B. Can you just give me a B? And <laughs> then I have a 2.5 on the dot. So Sometimes be, you got to ask for more than what you, you want. Listen, More than what you I really had need. that mustard seed look. Can you just, what I got to turn in? So people's like, I'm not going to put my job on the line because you trying to be active, ma'am. Because he's like, Cause well, if you get these two weak. two things, you'll be, I'm like, okay, I understand that, sir, but I'm trying to be active in my sorority. So can you, he was like, I can't do that to you. For you. I'm just like, <laughs> you got to tell him, you see, you messed up. You, you got to tell him some sad story. My mama really need me to be. <laughs> like, I just couldn't even find no lies. I'm like, look, bro, I want to be active. So I wasn't. And that next semester was just like humbling because it was just like I've been the Man, poster child. Jacket. Oh no, please! I was wearing Nelia until oh. you know, had some issues or some things. <laughs> I'm free woman, so it's all cool. Shout out to Brian Smith, but um, <coughs> free Melanie. <laughs> that was say, hell, that's I'm glad I wasn't active because that probably would have been anyway. So yeah, and here comes the spring. You know, the summer. I'm trying to think of how I'm going to do this and. I was talking to my advisor. I'm like, look, I need to graduate. Like, how are we going to do this? And she knew, she knows a good kid. She was like, I know you always have good grades. Like, this is just like a isolated incident of a semester. So you're not like a bad student. So we're going to work with you. Um, and then I already had to get excused because I had never taken summer classes. That's kind of why I graduated in the fall, too. I never took summer classes because I oh. used to go home. And then two summers I had an internship. So I'm like, I can't come in the summer. I already got all this lined up and I need the money. So I can't. How, how are we doing this? And, oh, and the other thing was, that was another thing. Because the classes that I took. They're only offered. Only offered in the spring. So I'm like, Don't, I'm not ooh, coming Lord back Jesus. here in the spring. Rebuke that. Right. That was the other thing. That's the only reason I was like, <laughs> okay, how am I going? I was just like. <laughs> and the reason I had the 905 class, because it was the only class. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Miss Jones, what, what can I do? She was like, okay, it's something called, what was it called? It's like the Florida Virtual College or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you go online, you can take it to any school in Florida, and then get the credit. Cool, great, just pay out of pocket because it doesn't count with your financial aid because it's over the summer. I'm like, all right, I'll do that, whatever it takes. Here's the thing. I'm out of state. So, the little $300 classes cost $1,700 and $1,200. So, I ended up coming 
instead of you know getting a car or something, I had to come out of the pocket three thousand dollars in order to pay for these two classes. So did your mom know? Yeah, I tell my mom everything. Yeah, okay. of course. She was like, "Wait, three thousand dollars? If anything, no." But she knew. She knew my situation. I mean, that was who I was praying with and crying with. And now she's like, "Well, you gotta, you know, figure it out because you want to be calling all prayer warriors." Doing all this, for these right? so, the prayer warriors were out <laughs> so for me, seriously. And so I just had to bite the bullet. You know, all my little internship coins, good internship money. Now this is good internship. Yeah, money. no, no, no. Definitely. Couldn't even, you know, splurge. I was just like, every check, put that little three hundred dollars aside. I'm gonna need that. Net check, just going to put it straight head to the, straight to the fund for my classes, and um, it was hard honestly because I had twelve classes to finish. I would have been straight like had I just my twelve little, little bitty classes. I was gonna do a little SLS freshman class, be a peer mentor. Couldn't do that because I had six credits online, so two three credit classes on, online, and then the twelve on on campus. So I'm like. All right, I got 18 credits. I can't yeah. do the little SLS class. Can't have my little last batch of mentees before I graduate and inspire them. And it was just hard just biting that bullet. And then my other struggle was, you know, I used to live on the set. So imagine, okay, our set is like, you know, how y'all had the promenade or the market, whatever. Imagine living on that same street. So li- literally on campus. I didn't have no car, so it was cool. I can just wake up and go to class. We moved. We had to sign our lease for off-campus housing, like, on the FSU side of town. And I had no car. So I had to finagle a ride every day. I didn't have a laptop. My Mac, my MacBook just stopped cutting on. So I'm like, I don't have a computer. Mm. So I had to use, like, the SGA computer. It actually used the library computer. It actually had a login for the library, which I never had. So mm. I would have to be on campus all day and start Jesus to find a ride home. Listen, the <laughs> trenches, like, using the computers to do my online work for my online colleges. Did your friends know? Yeah. This wasn't a secret. I wasn't like, okay. oh, no, I'm like, I, I would do whatever I got to do to get up this stage on December 11th. So I had to do what I had to do and uh, had to, you know, have one of my classmates assist me if I assisted them monetarily with one of my classes, with my programming, because that's never been my, I never was good with um, with programming. Like, it's just never been my thing. So I had to have help with them. So I would be, if I was in my building, I was in the library, I was in SGA on a computer. I wasn't in SGA fall <laughs> 2015. <laughs> but I was in there every day doing my homework and catching the tea. Like, that's where all the mess go now, SGA. We knew that, though. So that was that. Let me make sure I make Oh, I didn't have any money, of course, because all my money went towards that. And then it just never stopped. Like, even if I could drive, I mean, even when I, I did have a car, I couldn't drive. So, I, like, no one was like, oh, you can borrow my car. No one trusted me to drive their car because I, I didn't know how to drive. So I really wasn't going nowhere. That was so sad. I had, a, I had a friend like that. He was like, hey, you, you mind teaching me how to drive your car? No, fool. <laughs> it was just like I was hurt just from emotionally, relationships, just like failed situationships, just all of them all together, just all come That boy down. with that 3-5, huh? Did everybody just everybody else just flourish? I'm just sitting here like single, sad, barely graduating, broke. Um, and then I was like, I wasn't taking care of myself. So I was afraid of my health. I'm like, oh my god, like what's going on with me? Like I, I didn't feel healthy, so I was freaking out about that. At the same time, like that was always in the back of my head, like what's going on with me? Why am I feeling like this? So that was also like scaring the heck out of me because I'm just like I'm dying. Like I'm literally dying, and I'm not gonna be okay. I'm not gonna graduate. Like I'm just be. A mess my whole life. So there was that. I'm making sure I haven't even gotten to. <laughs> I have not even got to graduation yet because that was a whole nut story. Um, you know, with all that money I spent on them classes, I didn't have enough money to have this big extravagant graduation party like I wanted to. You know, I had to like settle for brunch 
you know, that Saturday morning. It was still nice. It still was like, I sent the text out literally during graduation while I was sitting there li- not listening to the speaker. I'm like, who am I sitting to this party? Send on a man's text. And that's what it was. And then come the end of semester, you know, I was doing good in my class. It was like a new white lady in the department. She was really, really cool. She gave me an A, so I really effed with her. Then the same lady who failed me in the spring. Who didn't know what she was talking about. Who did? Who still don't know what she's talking about to this day. But thanks for passing me, girl. Thanks, sis. But still, probably to this day, don't know what she's talking about in the whole building. I was at the office, like, graduation day, literally, like. <laughs> With your outfit on? <laughs> literally, like, some sweats on. Before I could even enjoy the fact that I'm graduating today, I'm in her office in tears, like, look, I'm graduating today. Like, I just need you. So you could walk if you had. Yeah, because the grades didn't come out till like, people just getting their grades today, and they walked on Friday. Okay. So you don't know until after the fact. So literally, I would be camping on her office, like, look, I need to, I need a C. Just give me a C. Like, you already failed me in the spring. I already had to pay this money. You're not going to do this to me again. I, she probably was just like, let me just fit, pass this little hole so she would leave me alone. Because I was literally December 11th at like 2 o'clock before my makeup appointment. I'm just like, in her office, like, what's up? I booger and all. Just like, I can't even beat my face and get my hair done until I know you going to pass me. And I stood in, I was in graduation, like, turning up, <laughs> like, oh, on a recess, hey. This <laughs> lady ain't going pass me. There's a meme out there like that. No, for real. It's like, hey, it's Lee. I'm graduating. What if this lady don't pass me for real, though? Melanie Mitchell, thank you. She gonna gonna pass me. The whole time I'm looking like that um, SpongeBob meme, like when he like, did I pull out? You know that one they made? I'm like, did she pass me? No, no, no. no, no. He's like sitting by himself at the restaurant like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can't even fully enjoy my grad weekend because I don't even know if you're going to be petty or not. So I'm just like, Lord Jesus, like, I just really hope this lady, I just really hope this lady, God touches her heart. Like, <laughs> God moves in her heart. I was scrolling through my group me, and I, like, stumbled upon this message I sent her via group me. Because I feel like, I don't know how I reached out to her in group me, but I'm like, look, <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is probably, no, and it's so sad. I'm like, this is a shame. Let me, I'm going to find it, too. Because it's right here. have a moment of your time. <laughs> no, literally, I re- December 11, 2015, at 3.52 p.m. Mind you, I graduated two hours after this. Hey, Ms. Queen, I hope this message finds you doing well. I'm, l- I'm not sure quick. if you finished grading or not, but please let me know if there's anything else I need to do in order to pass this class. I literally cannot afford not to pass. As I've told you about my situation from the spring and these online classes that I've had to take and lay out and take and lay for out of pocket. Whatever. I you spell, pay it for. Whatever. Basically, if y'all can see. No, it's long. I was going to tell y'all, like, yeah, if y'all can see the message, it's long. And here's the gag. The gag is she did not even read this message until February 8th, 2016, <laughs> which is, like, the nastiest, because I know you saw this message. But she passed me anyway. So that Monday, I saw I passed the class. What if that like, message would have been God. like, you know what? Nah, I ain't going to do it. She doing too much. <laughs> she need to be humble. <laughs> she not spelling stuff right. Like, Clearly, she needs to stay in school. No, for real. But one of the best things that got me through all of that, so with the the heartache, the the feeling inadequate and the shame of not being active, the you know the brokenness, the not having a car. Because before I'm living on set, I was cool. Just I can get to class, I can get to the orange room, the calf, whatever. So not having a car, having to depend on people literally every day, and having to humble myself. I can't cuss nobody out because I'm gonna need a ride. So just like you tried me. But I'm gonna need a ride. So mm. that's a, that's a le- that's that's a real spiritual lesson. Like, no, for real. I mean, I always I never had a car, but then that was like I really did have a car. Right. So I just had to deal with all of that, and it was just and, really, really and I just want everybody to remember Uber wasn't 
well, one you no, I had Uber. Oh, you there no, was we, Uber then, but she ain't had the money for Uber. That too. So you know, when I got my net check, it had to go towards my class, and then just different stuff. Like you know, I partied like it was nineteen ninety nine. Honestly, <laughs> spring fifteen was one of the most lit. You know. Oh yeah, I, that semester before you don't graduate, be lit. <laughs> like, <laughs> ooh, them grades be bad. You be having a good old time. I think you know when it came to. In the spring 14, you know, my line sister, we we, we uh, had this thing. She went from Miss Famu, she didn't win, whatever. It worked itself out, God, you know, hello. But uh, after she lost the next day, she went and got a nose ring. I paid for it. I got my belly button pierced. We was lit. And Thotting she started up. this whole, huh? Thotting it up. Not thotting it up. Just like, you know, we, we spent our whole family career trying to impress y'all niggas. And, you know, trying to fit in these perfect little boxes of what y'all wanted us to be and whatever. I'm going to do what I want. You know, tonight I'm doing me, and I'm going to have fun. I bet you won't get crazy. You know, that Sierra song. Anyway, so, yeah, she had this whole, you know, she started a, a blog, but the thing was just live. Like, just live, enjoy your life. Like, that was her. Like, you know what, I'm going to just be myself, and I'm just stop this trying to impress me. everybody. But I feel like I took just live more seriously than she did. <laughs> so I was just living. Man, like, we not living that hard. <laughs> I was like, girl, we live and just live. Like, hashtag just live. Because her middle name is Olivia, so yeah. like just L-I-V. So, yeah, I was just living still in 15. Like, we were still living a little bit, but not that level of live. But I was like, living. Uh, good times, man. But I just lived a little too hard. But this is for any you know young lady in college. I, I had my post yesterday, just you know trying to encourage anyone to you can do it. Like, don't let nobody get in your way of like keep your eyes on the prize. Like these little boys gonna be here, you know these organizations gonna be here and all of that. So don't let those things deter you from what your goals. And granted, they did. I kind of swerved a little bit, but I got back in my lane. Like I got in the, little, the, in the shoulder and had the little bumpy. Little that was my 2015 was my mm-hmm. and then I, I swerved back and I got back in the I got back in my lane so I managed to make it to December 11th so yeah um, I passed my online classes that lady passed me that come like a year ago <laughs> today I was sitting my couch like alright great it's coming <laughs> out I ain't really sell out too hard I did sell out a lot my graduation pictures a lot extra but I was like I may not even be graduating so I ain't gonna sell out too too hard like oh degree I'm out this thing I was like I might be in this thing a little bit <laughs> a little bit longer ain't that the girl from the picture <laughs> you was all on HBCU buzz but you still in class so I'm trying to figure not out what you would have had to do at that point is just take all online classes uh, no for real like y'all would not have just mind you I still don't have my degree from family shout out to Takia for paying my balance but I just forget it was $15. Okay, okay. It was a Rattler card, which I feel is so petty. Like, it's a Rattler card. And I lost my Rattler card during campaign week, sophomore year. <laughs> and I found it the next day. And I'm just like. After she paid it? At, no, I'm talking about, like, when I okay. initially lost my Rattler card three years ago, that I just refused to pay because I thought it was petty that they would charge me for that and not give me my degree for it. But now I have to reapply to get my degree. My degree. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, they wasn't yeah. answering the phone the day I called. And if I do it online, it's $25 instead of 15 And I'm like, I'm not going to do all that, y'all. So I guess I should go get my degree. Yeah. My employer's not asking for it. So, yeah, I ended up graduating. And it just worked out. And God is so good. And what helped me get through that the most was, of course, God. But I stumbled upon Tasha Cobb's album. Oh, my God. Her, um, what is it called? What in this place live? Whatever Jesus did it, whatever album Jesus did it is on. When I heard, I was literally like moving into my new apartment. I would just let, just start worshiping, just, <laughs> oh my God. Just for yeah. Oh God. Yes, Lord. That Tasha Cobbs, if Tasha Cobbs 
Ty Tribbett and DJ Cadden went on like a tour, like a gospel Frunk. tour. Gospel. I would be. That's what I like listening to. Like Don't. Ty Tribbett, um, he turned it is my favorite gospel song. Like play, I'm playing it at every event that I have in my life. Like my wedding, funeral, christening, baby shower. He turned it is my favorite favorite gospel song. Like it just he turned it. He did. I'm not listening to it on my way home because I can't listen to it when I drive too much though because I begin too hype and then beat and hit somebody. But those songs really got me through. And then that's not even my post grad struggle. Like I just got to graduation. So. <laughs> right. So we, <laughs> I am talking that long. I'm probably talking like 20 minutes. So, uh, so yeah, after graduation, it's always going to be some type of adjustment you have to make. You're not in school anymore. Even if you do have a job, you're kind of like, okay, what is what is this? Like, I'm not used to. Yeah. This is where I'm supposed to be. Right. You know, this is where I belong or I don't know. And for me, I didn't have a job. Like, I had my connection still for my internship, but they weren't necessarily hiring. And I came home. It was cute at first because everybody else was on winter break. But niggas started going back to school. And I'm still at home. I'm just like, and I'm still broke <laughs> like I was at graduation. Like, oh, here's the thing. I was so broke at graduation that we didn't have a key to our house. Like, you know, you have to go get a replacement key. And it was $35. Neither me, me nor my roommate had $35 to get another key. For Y'all didn't to, even have $35 combined Combined one, one key. key. To get one key. Like, this might be TMI, but I'm going to tell y'all because I don't care this much. So, <laughs> I was on my lady time. I could not even afford. I had to have my mom like, Mom, can you take me to the store and get some stuff before graduation? Because I need to get some stuff for my lady time. Like, I was that broke. I just need you to understand how broke I was. I, we didn't have a key, and then Gladys fell out with me on graduation day because I was about to leave the door open because that's what we was doing all week because we didn't have no key. <laughs> Mind you, we were not in the safest apartment complex, and I'm leaving. My sister's like, are you about to leave the door open? I was like, yeah, we ain't got no key. She's like, if you don't close that door, we, y'all going to get robbed. I'm like, we cannot afford this. It's like <laughs> We can afford to be robbed. We can't afford no key, <laughs> right. which you don't understand. She made me close the door, and it's graduation day. Of course, I'm like scatterbrained. I forgot right. to text her, like, hey, girl, I locked the door. She sent me the nastiest text. She was so mad at me. <laughs> dirty. I had to change my car. She had to change my car. I felt so bad. I'm like, girl, I'm sorry. Like, I just, it's just so much. So graduation day was like hell. It was really hell, but you know my outfit was really cute. So that was that was the only good part of my graduation, and that I could barely afford. Everybody was trying to get red bottoms for graduation. I was so broke. Had you to have any JC pennies? No, I had to go less? to Just Fab and get my shoes <laughs> at graduation. But I was still sickening at graduation with my Just Fab shoes. So yeah, post grad, you know, job search. That was really, really humbling one and depressing because it's just like i don't have any money you know you look at the people who did graduate with you who went straight into their jobs oh just moved to my apartment and wherever the hell i've just moved to or whatever and it's just like wow i'm not doing nothing with my life that instagram thing will really mess you up the instagram yeah, and the nah, facebook nah, nah. and you don't know what people you know real situation is but you just sit there and you just think like oh wow they really have it all figured out i'm they're so lucky i'm so jealous like all of that, and it just really stuck with me. And I got one job interview, and I remember it was on Founders Day. And I was so excited. I'm like, I got a job interview. This is it. And it went really, really well because I was just talking to, like, a recruiter who was, like, my age. And then, like, later on that day, I got an email. She was like, hey. Oh, no, 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 no. My my interview was on the 14th. And then I got the email on the 15th, Founders Day. And she's like, hey, you know, the, you know, you, you got it? <laughs> dang hotline but um 
Hey, I hope we didn't mess up the show. Oh, Lord. I hope not either. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Y'all got the audio recording. Uh, we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back. Yeah, okay, we, we back. back. <laughs> so, anyway, so anyway, someone over here. Uh, yeah, so they were like, oh, you know, I really liked you, but, you know, our, you know, our managers think you don't have enough experience. But I'm just like, how are you supposed to have experience straight out of college? How much experience you want me to have? Like, I couldn't have yeah, been. internships. Right, I had internships. They wanted, like, oh, five years. Like, listen, give me the work and I can do it. So I didn't get the job. I was, like, distraught. Cause I'm like, I can't be living this pole life like this no more. Like, I really can't. So just dealing with that and then I, about a month later you know i got contact from my old internship it's just important to have good relationships with the people you work with because they can really help you in the long run do your job if you're leaving like you can't just leave me like f y'all eat booty i'm leaving like you really got to just be like you know i really enjoyed it so yeah, they reached back like oh we love melanie she's a great worker here have her on your team and i've been in a great great situation since then i'm so grateful for that and then you know as far as the whole love situation goes like i came from situation after ship after situation ship, you know, sometimes I was a bad guy in a relationship. I just was p- wasting his time 2013, 14, bad. 11, 12, whatever, you know. And I think I was low key being punished for that as well. But, uh, you know, I, I got my time wasted a couple times and getting played or whatever. And then just coming into adulthood and actually having a real life human boyfriend is just really mind blowing to me that I'm not single and actually have a boyfriend. So that's fun. I feel like I'm come. I'm just laughing because she almost makes it sound like having a pet. Not, I have a boyfriend, and that's fun. Not a pet, but just like sometimes sitting like, "Wow, you're like actually real," and I didn't make you up, and you like me, huh? Like, like you really <laughs> with that light skinned boyfriend. That's she was on to something with that, but like he was real. I'm like, this is I'm actually in a relationship that I've always been. Because when I get a boyfriend, because I. One time I looked up my at name on Twitter and then the word boyfriend and the stuff that I said, like, when I get a boyfriend, y'all better not let me have a boyfriend. Because if I had a boyfriend, because me and a boyfriend, <laughs> I'm like, you are so embarrassing, Melanie. <laughs> like, the stuff I used to say. But it's it's really it's really nice. Um, shout out to Sean for being so awesome. But, yeah. I feel like it's probate season, too. I don't know if we kick something off. But, like, every day has been a new boom being posted on my timeline. In my circle, that happened probably a month or two. Back in October. That's when it started. Um, Halloween. What's with Halloween and the boo I don't know. You know, you can dress up. Oh, I guess. I think with us, well, with my Home circle, um, it's more like holidays, graduation. Yeah, yeah. It's getting closer to. Um, and I, I've, I've noticed the science. Men generally get more likes than female. Now, it wasn't just my particular situation. Uh, my homeboy post. I'm not giving him a shout out by name because f him because he called. He texted me to gloat that he got more likes than me on his probate. But this dude, last time I checked, I'm pretty sure it's like twelve thousand. But he had twelve hundred likes on his like probate picture, and I'm just like, what? The, what is wrong with y'all? Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Because there's nothing like seeing a black man claim his black queen. And I feel like it's so rare. It's like you know what? Like, and then like the old flames. Like, oh, he got. I don't like it. With a female, it's like, oh, she got to do. I ain't liking that. F him, F her. <laughs> booty pictures. <laughs> Unfollow. I need a club picture. I need some booty to like, some cleavage. So um, I'm, I'm not alone in this lack of likes in the probate world. But yeah, just my life has come like a full. Oh, I have a car. <laughs> and that I drive and that I'm safe. It's like a real car. Um, I put gas in it. I go get it serviced. Like I'm really doing this whole car thing. And it's like a whole another relationship. I'm just proud of myself. I just can't imagine myself having a car in undergrad, especially that car. 
because it's really, really distinctive. I couldn't slide with that car in college. Like Ain't that mail over so-and-so house? I know that red Jeep is not in college club. Like, Mel is definitely sided. Like, who is she in? Mm, she does not live in the heights <laughs> like <laughs> you just could be caught in nobody apartment complex no red jeep like that so some some yeah my <laughs> my car came at the right time i just i probably would have you thought i had a 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> me with a car oh boy so yeah i just said all of this to say just don't give up not even just ladies dealing with you know men or just distractions in school young young black kings i just need y'all to not give up y'all can do it if i can do it if i can get through the year 2015 because i gave y'all the not so much in my business version but like for my friends people who were there like every step of the way they got the like girl let me tell you what happened version so yeah just just, yeah there's some moments i definitely left out yeah that's like the lifetime version they like don't do too well with the casting there, there, this that spring <laughs> season, that spring twenty fourteen, when I was supposed to graduate. That's when my mother said I have too much faith at times, because she was like, she went back and looked at all. She was like, well, what you, how'd you fail this class? I'm like, well, I got this, that, and the third. Fool, why did you think you was gonna pass? <laughs> no, but that's mama. the same thing. <laughs> I would BS like so much just to get through my department. Honestly, I should have like sent every dude that I had a class with like a fruit basket right now because. <laughs> Hey, um, did you do the program from, oh my God, really? Did you slide that? Let me compare. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't do no kind of work. I'm so sorry, y'all. Teamwork make the dream work. Listen, in that sunroom, if you saw me in the sunroom, you better know I'm in there copying some homework. Ooh, should I just, I mean, copying the word of Christ from my classmates. So, (laughs) spreading the gospel. Spreading the gospel. Um, no, but shout out to my classmates though, who helped me along the way, like, it was one class. If we didn't have each other, we wouldn't have made it. Like in in Krispy Kreme at four o'clock in the morning, doing just studying, like and, copying the textbook verbatim. And that's why I'll I'll always tell people go to HBCUs because we got you. Because Billy, who's sitting next to you, ain't gonna, he gonna be one of them. This not the one or two smart dudes who like really really smart and like really like they doing it. They gonna be up front. They got it. But everybody else. We all struggling in a little part. Mm-hmm. We all don't want to get this class too much attention, so we all help each other. Like, folk got because HBCUs could, people trying to do more than just pass class. Folk got stuff to run for, lines to make. Like, we need these grades. Come on. Yeah, go to HBCUs. <laughs> I, I know if I would have went to a PWI, look, I would have man. I mean, I would. Nah, let me not. Like, I don't want y'all to like try my, to play my, us. No, yeah, and I, say, I like, have we the could capacity. survive. Like, I could survive and thrive anywhere. But it just, I'm just so thankful. Like, it's, it's dudes, like a family. The whole class, like, hey, it's, d- <laughs> it's dudes like who I had a class with. I should have put my phone on silent. You should have been put your phone on silent twenty it didn't minutes even ago. Dawn on me. Dawn on me. Dawn on you to put your phone on silent. But um it was this tweet with the old white guy. He's like the coach and he comes in the classroom like, hey. I mean the in the locker room, like when you and your whole class oh, cheated. Yeah. <laughs> and the oh, last person the last <laughs> literally we had one of them classes and it was so fun. The whole class, like, we had a seat arrangement. It was like this before people got hip to like having group me for the class. Everybody was just on one accord. Like these new kids got group me's. Like that's some new age stuff. New kids got <laughs> they do. I'm just like, this is why didn't we think of this back in my day? Then we just had like that communication, just oh, just blatant. Let me see, <laughs> like <laughs> she was, you know, it had to be y'all going Quizlet. 
The test on Quizlet. Oh, when that you find that test on Quizlet, you type that one answer and everything pop up. And you just control F the rest of the um test and be like, Father God, I come. Be to better you. than us, y'all. <laughs> Do y'all homework, but we made it through. We Favor ain't fair. It ain't. <laughs> Cause whew. But yeah, shout out to um FAMU. It was so great, you know, going back this weekend. I was dreading the, the trip all weekend, but graduation was good. I, I looked cute, so that was like half the battle. It was really cold. Like really cold. Um and I ran into some people who said they listened to the um excuse me, I gotta like excuse me at the burp. Um, my bad. Mm-hmm. And this one, I don't know this baby name. I just know he wanted to do little baby cues. I only know about four of them. So this one I didn't know. But bless his heart. Thank we'll you so much for telling me. Again. No, I was over there. Ah, uh, okay. Like, don't do that. We'll talk off. Don't, because <laughs> you know how Alpha's feel with any AKA talks to a cue. It's okay. I'm gonna have you know. But right, um, right. but he he's like, oh, you know, I listen to your podcast. I was like, thank you. So I really um appreciate that. Um, some other people told me they listen too, and I just really really appreciate people like actually listening to the podcast and thinking that it's more than a Instagram clip that I post biweekly. So I really I really love that. Um, I'm never going back to the computer science building at FAMU though, so they can kick rocks. Uh. Any bonnet wisdom? Bonnet wisdom. I mean, this whole episode. This was this whole episode was bonnet wisdom. Um, but my bonnet wisdom is: I, have I said this before? I don't know. I feel like we have to go back to the arc, bonnet wisdom archive. I don't know. We need. To, we really do. But um, that you don't have to speak to folk. Did I say that before? Mm-hmm. That you don't have to speak to people. I don't recall. Okay. Well, my bonnet wisdom is: you don't have to speak to people. Um. I'm the queen of not speaking, whether, you know, I, I like you or not. Like, sometimes I just don't be feeling Because I used to be the person to be speaking. Hey, oh, my God. Like, hey, how are you? Or, like, when I was running for something, I spoke to literally everybody I walked past. And then, like, you know, I still was on that, you know, after I, after I ran or when I became an AK and all of that. But people would give me dry haze back. And I don't really appreciate getting a dry haze. If I give you, like, a hey, if you give me a hey, like, I really don't like that. So I stopped speaking after that. Like, I'm not. And then if I don't just feel like talking if i don't feel like i'm up to par to be speaking like i just won't speak and then if people do you wrong you really don't have to speak to them like you don't you have to be rude and nasty oh yeah i know when i said this me and gladys had a thing we talked about you have to speak to, people, speak to people but you don't and i'm not going to like if i don't like you you know i don't like you one and two i'm not gonna go out my way to speak to you i'm not gonna be nasty i'm not gonna be rude i'm not gonna you know flick you out i'm just not gonna acknowledge your presence and that's just like that's how i deal with things like i just won't like imagine that you exist so you know you don't have to speak to people who did you wrong like you really don't you don't have to invite more turmoil and just bs into your life by speaking to that person and you know just stun on them if you can you know well i i just want to for my reflection i just want to hit on the point you made about social media um definitely when i was going through my 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 thing of depression you know looking on there i'm like dog like i know this man don't even know god like i know god why like i know this this chick she out here (laughs) like seeing a hoe with a man that'll (laughs) kill your spirits like i here at church every wednesday night you really she got a man and on the island and you really you really start questioning god you start questioning yourself like you just just really just start comparing things and, and that's one of the bad things with social media i think there's some definitely some great aspects out there but We've got to know when to take a break, man, you know, and and that's what I did definitely during my time of unemployment. I would delete all my social media apps and I would just anytime I was tempted to just go on my phone, I would open up my Bible app or like a productivity app or something, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was just coming up with stuff and and um, everything. So, you know, 
that where they talk about you have to um you have to really guard your heart you know social media your eyes lead will lead to your heart and, and will have you feeling some type of way so definitely you know take a step back from social media unless it's on my grown social media in which you will find encouragement and upliftment um uh, here but um you know, sometimes take take that step back, man, and just just get you, and just know that everything happens in God's timing. But faith without works is dead, so you got to get up and do the work. Um, if all hearts and minds are clear. Um, did I forget anything in this testimony? It was just so much. I don't think y'all understand. I don't know if I could paint the picture of how rough last year was for me and how great this year. Like everybody's talking about, oh, 2016 is canceled. This year was awful. Put this year in rice. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> Have y'all seen 2015? <laughs> no, I was like, 2015, I was crawling out with, like, one leg. But this year, I'm over here, like, this has been one of the best years of my life, literally. Like, I've done so many things that I've always wanted to do. Like, I've traveled. I've, you know, been places. I've had a good time, you know. I've had some pretty good weaves this year. Mm. So that's good you know, year for weave. Good, good weave. it was a good weave year for me. Like you know, shout out to Kamari for giving me those terrible bundles that year. Like they were awful. No, because I said I was gonna slander him. It's been two years and I ain't said nothing. But those those bundles are so bad. But I made them work. So coming from those bundles, I've really been able to appreciate you know my Your new bundles. bundles. Uh, my bob was really cute. Um, <laughs> bless you. You got a lot of sound effects going on over in that region today. But. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just so glad to be where I'm at. You know, I'm in a good place. I'm just I'm looking for a new job. So if y'all if y'all hiring and y'all QA, I'm putting it out there. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm employed now. I'm still looking for something for next year. I'm trying to get back in the office. That's my New Year's resolution: is to get back in the office, get out the house more. We're gonna talk about that more okay. um, in another podcast. But just trying to get back into the office setting because I just need that discipline and some like office friends, I guess. Uh, yeah, but 2016 has been a great year for me. I feel like this is what I needed. I'm kind of scared going into 2017 because odd years ain't really my thing. Like 2013 was, 2015 was hell, but 2013 was like literal, like Hades, Lucifer, all of them. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it. This man, you know, we ain't talked that long, so we, we're doing pretty good. Um, uh, now our hearts mind are clear. My, now yeah, mine is clear. All right, well, y'all be blessed. Um, y'all can do it. Mm, hope y'all listening if y'all got this far god bless you yeah i just i hope i hope this helps somebody out there right because we ain't perfect we done been through some things ourselves so i'm in uh this episode with uh my rendition of lloyd uh true can no no <laughs> you're not, you me. not. all right y'all y'all be <laughs> blessed uh <laughs> no 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 that's 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 enough okay y'all y'all be good all right all right bye